Hello, my name's Simon Cooper. I'm a partner at Insinco LLP, and I'm going to read an article called Claims Cooperation Clauses, What Do They Mean? In 2015, the long-running dispute involving Ted Baker and AXA continued. By way of recap, Ted Baker was insured by AXA against business interruption losses under a series of policies involving the years 2004 to 2008. The policies covered loss of gross revenue on an all-risk basis and were subject to a per-loss deductible of £5,000. A prior decision held that Ten Baker was covered under the policy for employee dishonesty. The newest chapter in the dispute concerned the claims cooperation clause. Special Condition 2 of the policies imposed two relevant conditions precedent to liability. These were as follows. Clause 2b1 provided that in the event of a claim being made under the policy, Ted Baker was to provide AXA with particulars within 30 days of the expiry of the indemnity period, or within such further time as the insurers might allow. Clause 2b2 provided that Ted Baker was to deliver to AXA such financial information as might reasonably be requested by AXA about the losses. Goods were stolen from Ted Baker's London warehouse during the period 2004 to 2008 inclusive. The thefts being discovered in December 2008. Claims for the years 2005 to 2008 were notified to AXA in December 2008. AXA requested further information that month and Ted Baker sought to provide headline details of its losses on 17th February 2009. Ted Baker was informed by loss adjusters on 24th March 2009 that further instructions were awaited from AXA. And on 28th May 2009, AXA denied liability on the basis that the thefts had allegedly been carried out by a Ted Baker employee and employee theft was not covered under the policies. In October 2012, Ted Baker added a claim for losses occurring in 2004. AXA denied liability on two additional grounds, one, breach of the claims conditions, and two, absence of proof of loss. AXA argued that Ted Baker was in breach of condition 2B1 because it had failed to provide AXA with any particulars until the headline details email of 17th February 2009. This failure precluded any claim in respect of any incident of loss which occurred before 18th January 2008 because the time limits of the indemnity provided of 12 months after each incident plus 30 days had expired in respect of any incident of theft arising before that date. Further, it was said, the particulars in the 17th February 2009 email were limited to 2005 to 2008, therefore precluding any claim in respect of any incident of theft which occurred in 2004. Mr Justice Eder noted that full particulars meant the best particulars the assured can reasonably give. 
he held that the 17th February 2009 email, with its attached headline details of claims for loss of stock and loss of profits, provided by Ted Baker's finance director, constituted compliance with the requirement of Condition 2B1. This was on the basis that by submitting the lengthy request for information about the claim in December 2008, AXA had implicitly agreed to extend the time for Ted Baker's reply beyond the period set out in the insurance contracts. However, Mr Justice Eder accepted the submission that the 17th February 2009 email made no claim in respect of any incidents of theft in 2004 and that the claim for 2004 was precluded as a matter of construction of the policy by the operation of Condition 2B1. Ted Baker therefore succeeded on this ahead for all years other than 2004. Mr Justice Eder further held that Ted Baker was in breach of Condition 2B2 because it had failed to deliver to AXA relevant information and documents, thereby precluding any claim at all. Ted Baker sought to argue that AXA was precluded from raising any allegation of breach of this condition on the basis that the parties had agreed to park all issues concerning quantum until the question of liability was settled, putting forward its case on the basis of agreement and or waiver and or estoppel. Mr Justice Eder held that at no time was there any unequivocal representation from AXA that Ted Baker was not required to deliver the profit and loss and management accounts, and hence there was no waiver or estoppel. Moreover, to the extent that Ted Baker's representatives thought or assumed that Ted Baker was not required to deliver them, this thinking or assumption was not as a result of any agreement or representation by AXA. Ida J also agreed with AXA that insofar as AXA owed any relevant duty of good faith, it did not extend to any duty to give a positive warning to Ted Baker that it needed to comply with the claims conditions in the policy. This decision will please insurers since it endorses the commercial purpose behind a claims cooperation clause, namely that insurers must be supplied with sufficient information at an early enough stage to be able to investigate a claim properly, to set a reserve and, if necessary, to notify their own reinsurers. Equally, if not more importantly, it is a reminder to solicitors and their E&O insurers that aspects of a claim should not be assumed to be parked while other issues are resolved.